This is Generation Green's Wildflower Project, the podcast that starts conversations to create connections on this journey we're all doing called life. Together, we can grow through what we go through and bloom in spite of it all. So let's be like wildflowers and see where the wind blows us. Hello and welcome back to Generation Green's Wildflower Project. I'm your host, Sherry Sobey, and today I'm sitting down with the lovely Samantha Sawatsky of Divine Light Therapies right here in the exchange at 70 Arthur. Hi, Sam. Hi, Sherry. (laughs) And she's going to be so soft-spoken. And I was just saying this to you, you are just like, have this angelic spirit about you Mm. and this, just this light airiness about you (laughs) and so I just want to tell people a little bit about what exactly Mm -hmm. it is you do I know you're an energy worker Mm -hmm. what else would you do say that you are because you actually that encompasses many different things (laughs) and uh, so I think maybe just explaining a little bit even about what Mm -hmm. energy work Mm -hmm. is Mm -hmm. is a good place to start so it really does encompass many things I I usually tend to call it energy healing because it tends to be an umbrella Um, But as far as certifications go, I'm a certified crystal healer. So a lot of my um, background would be with crystal therapies and and basically mineral medicine. And from there, I went on to more energy healing. So um, I have Holy Fire 2 Karuna Reiki. So that's like more energy healing. Um, And I haven't actually ever heard. I've known I've heard of Reiki, but I haven't heard of this. the one that you were saying, the holy fire. Yeah, so it's um, this gentleman, William, who put it together. It's just another form of Reiki. It's really beautiful. It uses holy fire energy. Um, two of the people I work closely with, I don't know if you know Carol Robinson and William McGurr. No. No, so Angels Among Us is Carol, and uh, two peacocks is William. And uh, so I got training from Carol, and she just has such beautiful energy. She introduced me to the Holy Fire to Karuna Reiki. Um, and her son, Will, I work a lot with. Like, he's the guy we get the bowls from, the cacao from, the frankincense, like, all the tools. So they're two pretty connected people, like, to our circle. Um, yeah, but maybe back to the energy. <laughs> I'm all over we the place. Guess. No, and it's easy to do that because, yeah, yeah. like I said, you it encompasses many things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So mostly, I, w- I would say to really explain what I do is working on body systems. So taking all these different modalities, Reiki, energy healing, crystal therapy, shamanic practices, blessings, healings, sound healing with the bowls, and mm-hmm. then working on the mental, spiritual, emotional, and physical body. So, so much right now, or just with Western medicine, we focus on the physical, which is really great because we do have physical ailments. But a lot of how we receive these physical ailments is through like emotional trauma, mental trauma, um, spiritual disconnect, you know, once we stop doing certain things or we're letting too much negative energy in or we're not doing what we love, then we start to get sick physically. So I feel like my work is working, yes, on the physical, but then taking a look at those other three parts and saying, okay, so where is the disconnect and where is the misalignment in these other parts? And that's really easy to, I guess, feel, right? Mm-hmm. Because you're, you're working with energies. Mm-hmm. So you can feel where there's blockages. Mm-hmm. And from my understanding, it's we have 
seven chakras is it yeah we have hundreds but there's like a seven major seven major okay (laughs) and if one of those is blocked then it's going to be causing uh issues i guess where the blockages start and end Mm -hmm. and you're not going to get a good uh, a good flow happening right exactly yeah and so then you're just opening yourself up to well i know for one especially that i've heard a lot about is your throat chakra Mm -hmm. and that you know people can be prone then to a lot of head issues whether Mm -hmm. it's headaches sinus congestions things like that Mm -hmm. and I don't think people have really understood that about how energy works in our bodies Mm -hmm. Um, and I don't know if you can explain that a little Mm bit yeah so we do have the seven majors so starting from root at the base of the spine sacral solar plexus heart um, throat third eye and crown Um, so those are the major and that's where we do tend to have a lot of blockages Um, so if you think of chakras as transmitter receiver energy form so when they're open and flowing they're transmitting and receiving energy like it's a constant giving and receiving but when there's a blockage it gets stuck and like stagnant so oftentimes we get a blockage through a trauma that happened um, in a certain time of our life through negative energy uh, maybe something someone said to us or an experience Um, they also correlate with times of our life so the root chakra is from uh, the time you're born until you're seven so if you had an accident or a major trauma or even a birth trauma you could have stuck energy in that area that hasn't been dealt with Hmm. and then it goes upwards so seven to 14 is the um the sacral and then it goes up seven each time like seven years each time seven years each time so often if someone had like I said like a trauma or an accident and when they were young and they didn't actually they weren't able to fully deal with the emotions attached to it or the energy um, sometimes it often gets repressed and then it comes out in a physical ailment later or or just other things start coming up Mm -hmm. and once we do the energy work and dig a little deeper and go back to that time we can start to clear it out Um, As humans, we tend to repress a lot of emotions, a lot of energy. Maybe it's something we're taught or it's a belief system or we're just not ready to process it. It's too painful to Mm -hmm. to even take a look at. Um, That's a lot of the the work that I do is creating a safe place so we can go in and take a look at some of these things and and just really bring them to light and clear them and let them come out, you know, because they they don't, the body systems don't want to hold it. It's unnatural, you know, that's why it creates pain and tension. And And so would you feel that right away or is it like something you have to do for a period of time and then is it just like maintenance you do? Mm -hmm. Um, um, or like how how well does it work? How effective is it? Or how quickly does it work? <laughs> yes. So you would be able to feel something right away after one session, but it depends on um, the body systems, whether they're ready to open enough to do the deep healing. Like it may take a few sessions to get there. Um, some people have a little more resistance. Other people are just open and like, yeah, let's move this through, you know. Mm-hmm. But often after one session, some healing will occur. Um, but I do recommend at least four times a year, like solstices and equinoxes. As soon as the season changes, it's a good time to get aligned, almost just having like a, a detox or a cleanse or a flush. But if and you, an easy way to remember it too, yeah. if you're going and working with the seasons, and mm-hmm. uh, which I'm learning a little bit more about too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, and often people 
have the most triggers during those time, those season changes. Right, during transitions. Yeah, yeah, things come up and they're like, oh my gosh, I'm regressing back to this or a situation comes up. And usually like a lot of people have triggers um, with mental illness or certain conditions during those Mm -hmm. season changes. That makes sense. Yeah. Totally. And so you incorporate a few different things whether it's the sound healing Mm -hmm. um and and i just i've recently experienced some of that in a couple of classes that i i've taken over at your place with the crystal bowls which is i guess a a a vibrational energy Mm. that i guess taps in somewhere to Mm -hmm. something that we really can't comprehend like to uh to really vocalize that right Mm -hmm. that understanding of what it's affecting in us Mm -hmm. maybe you could enlighten a little bit with how that sound healing works yeah so definitely the sound healing is a passion because it's vibrational healing so it is some it isn't something that we can necessarily put our finger on yeah you know but it's something that resonation of sound so either through toning through crystal bowls through tibetan brass bowls tuning forks people use um Lots of different types of sound modalities, even drumming, you know, just mm-hmm. like any type of drumming, that rhythm, that beat, it like invokes sensations in us. Um, and certain sounds, certain hurts, certain notes help to sort of reorganize the body on a cellular level. So as far as the crystal bowls go, ours are made from 99.9% quartz crystals. So crystal quartz is a generator. It's a master healer. So we're vibrating crystals. That's like one aspect of it, Mm -hmm. you know. So it's just bringing beautiful resonance and harmony to the body. Um, And then we're also there uh, tuned to 432 hertz, which is natural frequency, like universal frequency. So we're using the quartz and that type of hertz. It's literally like communicating with our bodies and bringing it back into harmony through sound. So we don't even have to do anything. You know, you just sit there and listen to it. And it's literally like organizing the systems and bringing it back into alignment. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I actually, uh, I was, I think last weekend that I put on some headphones Mm -hmm. and I really just needed to try to chill out and relax. And it it can take a little bit with me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so I put on the headphones and I actually wanted to just I don't know, I guess I was Googling something about sound energy mm-hmm. and there was one that came up. Uh, it was like connecting to source and it was just sound. Mm-hmm. But it was pretty amazing even just sitting there for half an hour with these headphones yeah. on. And it wasn't immediate after that I noticed it. Mm-hmm. It definitely was after when I went to sleep and I had a little bit of lucid dreaming mm-hmm. and woke up with like some firing creativeness happening <laughs> that I had to like write it down right away. I was like, oh, that is an amazing idea. And yeah. I don't know where the heck it came from. But I would have to say that there must have been something that kind of uh, resonated with that sound mm. that I typically don't listen to. Mm-hmm. But it really, I just felt drawn to do it. Mm-hmm. And I think that a lot of times, um, you know, we've talked about this a few times now, instinctively, we are led, and we kind of fight it sometimes. It's like, how many people do you see right now that are attracted to crystals Mm -hmm. and they don't really know why right but 
instinctively we know there's something about it mm-hmm. like I do I have so many different crystal uh bracelets mm-hmm. and each day I just let myself be led okay what am I what am I needing here right <laughs> yeah. and I actually feel like lost if I'm not wearing at least one with it yeah and it's really interesting when we start to research mm-hmm. and you're like oh okay that makes sense mm-hmm. today mm-hmm. right absolutely we're so intuitive if we just let down the resistance yes you know and let it flow yeah because we really think we we don't know and it's overwhelming Overwhelming. Um, mm. It's overwhelming with all the different types of, uh, I guess, new, they call it new age, but it's yeah. really not new, is it? It's been mm-hmm. around for a very long time, mm-hmm. but they, we're just hearing a lot more about it. Mm. And I think it can be overwhelming for a lot of people, mm-hmm. but I think there's also... a a large following of people now that are open to trying some new uh new ways of dealing with issues that they're Mm -hmm. having either their medically or health or just for general well-being Mm -hmm. that um you know they want to exhaust some more natural alternatives Mm -hmm. instead of just going to that um you know medicated type Mm-hmm. system uh, which has a place mm-hmm. absolutely mm-hmm. but I definitely uh, would want to exhaust all my natural resources first um, mm-hmm. so how did this start for you though like how did you get into this I'm very <laughs> curious about it that's quite the story is it <laughs> yeah <laughs> um so I guess it really started as a teenager, even as a young kid, I was always attracted to minerals. We lived in Stony Mountain when I was younger and I'd go to the quarries and pick the fossils. And like even later on in life, my dad handed me like my parents hand me things later in life, you know, things they are giving back. And one of it was a Barbie box filled with all the stones that I'd collected you know, when I was younger. Well, and how wonderful that they saved it. I know. Yeah. It's lovely. Yeah. And just all the fossils. And so there's been an attraction for a long time Um, and then on my 19th birthday I um, had a near-death experience I had uh, bacterial meningitis and was a really crazy experience almost didn't make it they told my family I wasn't going to make it wow Um, and then slowly got better I kind of I was 19 I had plans to move to BC and I was supposed to go to Folk Fest and I had all these things and I literally had a point of like okay I made it through not dying I made it through getting my limbs back because I I basically lost mobility of everything and then I was like I don't have time for this like I just I got to move to BC I'm missing Folk Fest like this is not (laughs) this is not the plan yeah and um yeah, and then I moved to BC at the time. I was still not walking very well, but I had a plan. I had a mission, and uh, my parents were just like, you know, yeah, not losing it and trying not to lose it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like they almost lost me. And now I'm like, and now you're and now leaving. I'm leaving. Yeah, <laughs> but um, went to BC and was in the mountains and the ocean and used different plant medicines and healed. Like basically cured the belief systems of I can't do it and just mm. just had that those moments of you know what I can do anything I can overcome these legs that are not working right now you know this is I can do this I can start swimming I can start climbing um, and then I started getting into crystals and making jewelry and meeting people and then I traveled um, these this is my like early 20s like 1920 
So I just didn't have a lot of fear at that time, yeah. obviously, <laughs> and uh, jumped on the bandwagon with a crew and traveled through Mexico. And we made our way making jewelry out of crystals and traveling to different towns in Mexico and getting amber at certain places and silver and just like really getting into that lifestyle and fire dancing. And that's how we made our way. We lived in a van and learned a lot about the crystals and was traveling with a silversmith from Chile. So he taught me a lot about making jewelry and a lot about energy and crystals. And I was kind of like a sponge, you yeah, know, just yeah. taking in everything. And hence the reason why you do the the healing jewelry too. Yeah, so yeah. that's where that started yeah. from. Okay. That's where that started and just really using the crystal, like the energy of the crystals and making them into jewelry for healing purposes. Mm -hmm. um, and then came back here and continued doing that and making the jewelry and do like dove more into crystal therapy, just reading the books and energy healing and doing a lot of work on myself. Um, but using the jewelry as a type of therapy and, and sort of working with people that way. Um, I actually sold at the Forks for a few years, like the market outside. And then um, it must have been... And then I also changed my diet. That was the other thing too. I went vegan vegetarian once I moved to BC and just saw the light on some of that stuff. Um then I, oh, I had a raw food catering business for a little bit. I lived I on McDermott I Street. I remember this. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, I lived on the fifth floor at 290 McDermott. I had a studio there. Okay. And uh, did raw food catering and rode my bike around. And oh, my gosh. <laughs> and uh, and made food for Eat It Organics. I don't know if you remember yeah. them on Wall Street. Yeah. No, that's not. Yeah. yeah. That sounds really familiar now. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. <laughs> So really got into that realm for a little while and then did that for a bit and it felt a little bit before its time mm -hmm. and uh, didn't go too far with it and then went back into the jewelry. And then I had two kids mm -hmm. and then once I had my babies, I went into study time and that's when I started taking my certifications and courses and like, okay, I'm going to dive into this more, getting into the Akashic Records, um, just really going into studious mode and, and raising little guys and yeah. And then probably around 2012, 2013, I was like, okay, it's time to bring these offerings out. Yeah. You know, and... Amazing. Yeah. So seeing the benefits firsthand, mm -hmm. right? Using these things on yourself. Mm -hmm. I mean, you just became this walking testimonial. Mm. I mean, overcoming such a, a health issue like that is mm -hmm. like scary to begin with. But being yeah. open, obviously, I mean, you, mm. something had to have made that feel like this is going to help me mm -hmm. continue to progress. Mm -hmm. So that is a, an amazing story. Mm -hmm. I, I love hearing how people, <laughs> because it just is, it's just so authentic. Like mm. it is just obviously what you're meant to do. Like when mm -hmm. you think back to being a little kid and, mm -hmm. you know, and, and so when people can follow that passion, that true passion, that yeah. true inner whatever it is, what you were meant to be doing, mm -hmm. and then giving it back mm -hmm. afterwards is is just a beautiful thing. And no wonder yeah. why you have that whole aura <laughs> that I said, like, you, mm. it just, it, it walks with you, mm. because it is absolutely amazing. Um, the Akashic Records, now this is something I'm just kind of learning a little bit about as well. Mm -hmm. And understanding that this is kind of like a, a, a keeper of records of every mm. thought, every, I don't know what, everything that ever was and will be kind mm -hmm. of thing, as far as I understand. Mm -hmm. And 
so I got I have this book that I bought and because it said how you can do it didn't work for me (laughs) so it's not as easy as one might think to access these Akashic records but you can do this for people Mm -hmm. so what happens with that what uh how does that all work and what is it all about really because I went through the pages you know I'm a Cole's notes kind of person right read the back okay yeah yeah, let's do this (laughs) probably why it didn't work (laughs) I hear you um so yeah, like you said, it's the living library. So it holds and contains all this information, all these energies of our lifetimes, of the emotions, of the thoughts. It even holds energies of like land and property and animals. Like you can access so much through the records. And so doing it for somebody, I access the records through a prayer process. So it's the vibration of using the prayer with their name. Um, and I guess for everyone reading it, it's probably different. So when I say the prayer, it's almost like this, like I see a staircase. It's kind of like an energy that opens up. Um, and then I say the records are not open. Um, for me personally, it's just channeling information. Like they ask the questions and then just the information comes from their masters, teachers and loved ones. So I'm like the, the messenger, I would mm. say. <laughs> That's amazing. <clears throat> yeah. And it, it just is really beautiful energy you okay. know like and so often- it doesn't feel anything scary or no okay because yeah I think a lot of people would think okay what are you what are you dabbling in yeah. here right like is yeah. this anything that could be you know potentially harmful to you mm-hmm. right in mm-hmm. some sort of way because I mean you describe it a lot better than I do this <laughs> lovely no, no. sounding you, you hall of energy um yeah so I mean what what would people typically be wanting to know out of these records mm-hmm. so a lot of typical questions is what is my life purpose am I on the right path um which path should I choose uh, oftentimes it's a lot of like I'm stuck in the middle of here and here Um, what is this relationship to me? Um, what is this blockage? Like I'm stuck here. How do I move past that? Um, those are a lot of the major questions. Um, and like, like you said before, like, it's so interesting how many people come in and they're a little bit afraid or they just feel like it's vulnerable, right? Mm -hmm. Like they feel like you're just going to lift the veil and everything's revealed. And Mm -hmm. it's like, they're standing there naked and it's not like that, you know, (laughs) it's like, it's very much in the energy of light. Um, what the guides, the masters, teachers and loved ones bring forth are the most relevant current things to the present okay you know and they offer really great insight wisdom and tools to move forward so it's done in a really positive way like almost like the purpose of the records is to open this up and to shine and reflect back to someone that inner being like that that light like how they can shine that light and share their gifts and like and really open up to their divine purpose like to their best self right you know and then there is even some work you can do from my small understanding Mm -hmm. uh, of past life Mm -hmm. uh, and things perhaps that you that you need to um, deal with still like Mm -hmm. I I think that's called like karma karmic Mm -hmm. stuff right Mm -hmm. that you're carrying forward or that you uh, because I kind of think I have that Mm -hmm. that I'm clinging Mm -hmm. to something from another time I I just instinctively feel that yeah and I don't know what exactly but it is something like I said when you open yourself and allow yourself to feel what what sits right you know Mm -hmm. it's like no that's not for me that's not at all it's not relating here it's not 
like trusting that instinct, mm-hmm. that gut feeling. And it's like, I think there's something that happened mm. sometime before, like really strongly within me. Mm-hmm. So that would be really interesting. And so you can go, can you kind of do something to mend that time mm-hmm. or, or what can you do there? Yeah, absolutely. So a lot of sometimes where blockages come from or more of like the root cause, like, and that's another great way, um, accessing the records, a question to ask, like, what is the root cause of this pattern that keeps happening or this situation? And oftentimes it can be ancestral. It's an ancestral lineage. That's something that keeps getting passed down and passed down or a belief system. So it's kind of going back to where the root of that was. Mm. Um, or it could be a trauma that happened many lifetimes ago where uh, you lost a loved one or a partner and there's that fear of loss you know there's so many things that where we carry those wounds still and it's through our cells like that cellular memory that we carry it so sometimes it doesn't even totally make sense Mm -hmm. but like you said it's like this feeling it's it's this knowing that something it's from the past you know And, and usually when you feel it it's coming up to get cleared that's why, okay. you know, it's like knocking at the door yeah. saying, hi, I'm here. Like, yeah. let's work on this. And so I think it, like that's a message you can give to a lot of people, too. It's like, you know, if you t- are taking a second look at something, right? Mm-hmm. And if you're like, oh, I think I want to explore that a little bit further. And especially mm-hmm. when it is with these unknown type uh, or these things that you're not so familiar with as far as like energy healing goes. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, you haven't experienced it yet, but you you're feeling kind of pulled to it or mm-hmm. you're this interest that there is is something that mm-hmm. you're the the part that really doesn't um uh, what's the word I'm thinking of here the one that you really can't articulate mm-hmm. right because I can't articulate <laughs> it either um you know where you really can't put that into words that feeling because mm-hmm. I think we all have that it's like I don't mm-hmm. know what it is yeah. but I am really feeling pulled to do this yeah and I know from experiencing uh, a few sessions at your at your place, we've done some group ones with my staff, but mm-hmm. the last one that uh, we had done was um, the spring equinox one. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, instantly just coming into that lovely space that you have, you, you know, like it feels good. So you, mm-hmm. I think, we can trust that too. If you're walking into somewhere where it's kind of, mm-hmm. you know, you're going to feel that, right? Mm-hmm. And trust that self. But I was so moved, like emotionally, without even knowing why, being, because that was my first experience being mm-hmm. in like a, a sacred type circle mm-hmm. and where people come together with the same energy, the mm-hmm. intentional energy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it was just very, very powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I can't even say any other words about it other than it really stirred within me mm. to the point where it's like, okay, I have to remember and write these next ones down and mm. want to make that part because I just loved how it actually Mm. made me feel afterwards Mm -hmm. I mean I felt just so happy afterwards Mm -hmm. and so light Mm -hmm. and it just made the day just so beautiful Mm -hmm. and so thank you for that first of all oh you're welcome (laughs) anytime (laughs) no and I am I'm coming well I'm coming tomorrow and I'm gonna be able to say something before we even air this about my experience because it is tomorrow my session (laughs) so I'll be able to fill people in on you know what type of experience I have with you because we're gonna try and do a little bit of uh, chakra balancing and Mm -hmm. uh, and see what's what's blocked here (laughs) 
I don't, <laughs> I'm not sure what exactly, but I know that there is. I, mm-hmm. I mean, I can feel that even. Mm-hmm. And I think if we're honest with ourselves too, we, we know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, where those blockages are and, mm-hmm. and maybe even why. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But it is, it's about being vulnerable too, right? Yeah. So yeah. I'm coming to you wide open tomorrow, okay? <laughs> I'm, I'm ready to heal. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready to heal. So you have been doing, there was the... Um, what is that uh, new bath place you've gone there? I know you and Brie oh, have yeah, done yeah. some stuff there. Yeah. That's Poca Poca Spa. Poca Poca. Yeah. I have yet to go. Yeah. <laughs> I have yet to go. But that's yeah. the... So you're doing sound healing yeah. while people are laying on... It's different marble slabs. Is that correct? Or different kinds of stones? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so Brie and I, um, it's a traditional Gamban Yoku spa. So what that is, is you lay on these stones. So one of them is black tourmaline uh, jade and then Mayafan, which is a stone found in Japan. Um, and you're laying on these slabs and they use far infrared heat. So it's a heated room. Uh, it's very humid in the room. And then you're laying on these warm stones. And the far infrared heat penetrates up to four inches into the body. So it helps to cleanse and detoxify the muscles, tissues, Uh, getting as deep as the organs so it's a really beautiful deep cleansing and detox Um, so that's like the traditional gamban yoku part and then we play the singing bowls during it offer guided meditation and Bree does a gentle yoga series oh really yeah so that's a 75 minute session yeah because i've seen uh, it on like instagram and what have you Mm -hmm. so you've done a few of those sessions there yeah once a month once a month you're doing them now so that's how (laughs) much people are really being drawn to it yeah and again that curiosity sometimes but then i think that instinctive that's what i need because yeah yeah, i have heard about it Mm -hmm. and then i've been okay to have that that play that polka I never know if yeah, it's polka, yeah. polka, polka, whatever it is yeah. um, but it sounds amazing yeah it sounds amazing it's beautiful and the acoustics in that room like Brie oh, and I every single goodness. time we're just like ah because yeah. the bowls are warm it's like a heated room so because the bowls are warm they just play better oh, and really? then like the singing and the sound like I feel like the sound actually is carried in the water like the little water droplets there's something magic that goes on in that room that's really? like even our voices when we sing people are always like you guys have to record this yeah and yeah just like <laughs> that's the other thing too the singing so where did the mm. singing uh come from because it mm-hmm. is just again different sounds mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. yeah and so is that just something that is just coming from within mm-hmm. pretty much so oddly enough like I've always loved to sing but oddly enough when my kids were little like babies I would sing to them in these languages and I would speak to them they were the only people I felt comfortable enough like, yeah um speaking them to yeah (laughs) they get to hear all my stuff my kids (laughs) (laughs) and um and then later came out while playing the bowls and doing the attunements it's just these channeled songs these sounds um they're they they're like ancient sounds that just come through and the songs are different um but a lot of the same words okay and it's always in the moment you know whatever is called for in that space at that time um just to keep it with the energy of the room it's just very channeled sounds it's beautiful it's beautiful thank you oh wow and then Bree and I sing together we do the Om Mani Padme Hum and we're gonna do more soon okay yeah yeah we should say uh, Bree has um her line of 
botanicals Mm -hmm. and I know we have some of her her sprays here too which are beautiful yeah um and then she does does she do yoga as well yeah she's a yoga instructor she is a yoga instructor okay I wasn't quite sure if she was or not yeah okay and so then how did you two meet and meet up because you're very different in personalities too we have a crazy story and I don't know if I can fully (laughs) say it all on air (laughs) but um we met when I was doing the raw food actually um and she came to one of the raw food potlucks and we were connecting with a lot of really great people one celebrity in particular that kind of brought us together and um and we met and we jived at that time and and spent some time together and then I had kids and moved to the country and I think I kind of fell off the face of the earth for a little while Uh as a lot of us do when we have children yeah and then uh, we reconnected uh, at the studio space. I was there with Roxanne, whose original space it was. And Brie was wanting, she had her Reiki and she was looking for a space. So, oh, that's right. She does Reiki as well. Yeah. So I talked to Roxanne and then Brie came in on that. And then as soon as we gelled back together, the just the things started flowing. And all of a sudden we're putting together these attunements and yeah. doing things together, setting up together and... Yeah. Oh, that's She always so nice. says we're like the yin and yang. Cause nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because you are. You're very different. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like she's got lots of energy. And yeah. She's like a high energy like me. Yeah. And yeah, and you're just this calming. So yeah, I can see that yin and yang yeah. and how that can work to, well together. <laughs> that's uh, that's a that's a good story. Mm-hmm. I like it. Yeah. Uh, are you doing I Am Festival again this year? We are. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm pretty sure we're presenting. I think we're doing an attunement this oh, year. Oh, yeah. that'll be that's lovely. still in the works, but we'll have our regular setup, the vending and yeah. offering sessions but yeah. oh that's perfect so yeah. what else have you got coming up so we have um that's a good question well we have the mind body spirit that's this coming weekend okay. um should we go are you thinking more into june or may or yeah probably <laughs> whatever end of may june end of may yeah so we have an attunement on the 18th the full moon attunement and we're also launching on the 18th we're going to start doing live attunements and the so, live attunements yeah, so it'll be a face group live page ah. um so you can do that okay i never understood this distance energy yeah. healing is what it is right yeah, yeah. So because energy goes where energy flows kind of deal? Yeah, absolutely. Like I do a lot of distant Akashic record readings and it's incredible. You open up the energy, you open up the door and it doesn't matter where you are. You know, once you tap into that field, that's the beautiful sort of quantum energy field. So once you tap in, like I could do a distant Reiki session or Akashic record reading for someone across the world and it would be just as powerful as if we were in person. Seriously? Yeah. I've, yeah, I've had a hard time wrapping my head mm-hmm. around that and understanding how that works. Yeah. But okay, so mm-hmm. you just can tap into it. Yeah. Yeah. Once you just sort of open up the energy yeah. field, then it just starts flowing. Yeah. And I guess it's just hard for us to understand this open the energy field mm-hmm. because we have yeah. never opened the energy field <laughs> yeah, as common yeah. folk. <laughs> You know, you just open the energy. <laughs> uh, open sesame. <laughs> no, that's not how it works. <laughs> well, and a lot of it too, like I find for me personally and other practitioners may do it differently. Some of us do it the same, but I use a prayer process in pretty much everything, an individual session, a group session, like when I call on the energies and I'm basically opening up the door, Okay. you know, for everything to come in. And so then you have to close the door after. And then close it. Yeah. Right. Hmm. Yeah. Wow. 
good for you. Yeah. <laughs> you get to do that. Because I kind of think it would be fun. Yeah. <laughs> like opening and closing door. But because I'm such a Cole's Notes kind of person, I don't think I would do it thoroughly. So don't ever come to me asking because I don't, huh. you know, how you just know you're that, okay, that's not for me. That's not what I would be doing. Yeah. But I want to be on the receiving end mm, of it. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, for so, sure. You know those things too. Yeah, totally. just has like how you are. And then the other thing that I see, like you when you make your grids, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. You make grids with crystals and with botanicals and what yeah. have you. And are those also like those are part of some ceremonial type? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, you do them even for when you do uh, group sessions. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I guess you would do these some of these things for individual sessions, mm-hmm. maybe with crystals. I'm not quite sure. But mostly what, for the group. Oh, they are mostly yeah. for group. Okay. Yeah. And is that something that's just instinctive as well? Or is there a, a plan with how it all works? Each one is different. Okay. Like there's sort of a layout. Like if you're doing a crystal grid, you want to have sort of a center focal piece that is projecting the energy up and outward. So either like a nice point in the middle or a cluster. And then you kind of build the grid around that, like around the focal point. Um, but each grid is completely intuitive, like whatever Brie and I whatever energies we're feeling for that day, we just kind of build upon it and then activate it for for the energy flows. Hmm. Again, activate the open sesame. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, with the prayer. Yeah. Um, so you have a website, though, mm-hmm. so people can go there yeah. and see the services that you offer. Can they, they can book on your website or do they yeah. have to message to book? And They could book online or message if you want something more particular. Okay. Yeah. And then you're pretty active on social media, too. Yeah. 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 So basically Facebook, Instagram, uh, text, yeah. email, any form of, of okay. communication. So what's your works. website? Uh, DivineLightTherapies.com divinelighttherapies.com and on Instagram and Facebook you it's are all divine light therapies it's all okay you did it right 100% yeah <laughs> good for you everything umbrella is that yeah, yeah. and yeah or so... Samantha Swatsky that's the only different one but oh so you have another just like my personal Samantha Swatsky but I always share oh you do, everything you share everything <laughs> you're an open book yeah. <laughs> yeah that's perfect and your jewelry I've it's really mm-hmm. uh evolved mm-hmm. like because yeah. I saw it now at the last time that I was there compared to the time when I went with a group uh, yeah. with my group before yeah and uh yeah it has it has evolved as you have have evolved yeah I guess will as well so yeah. that's uh something that's still of great interest to you obviously mm-hmm. yeah yeah it weaves in and out like yeah. I, I find because it's a creative process the passion has to be there yes otherwise I, I, I meet the resistance and I just will sit at my bench and I'll do everything in my power to procrastinate okay doing it yeah so it really has to be in flow otherwise it's like pulling teeth yeah no and I get that because I also do I have an art outlet right yeah. and I know if you force it it just can't happen it needs to just happen as it's supposed to happen yeah and I think that's the same for any type of creative outlet and especially when mm-hmm. you want to maintain it still mm-hmm. as that outlet mm-hmm. right so absolutely and the energy what I've realized is the energy I put into it is a big part of it absolutely. so I have to be in the right space yeah to, to create it and oh yeah don't fill those with any negative <laughs> stuff right <Yeah. laughs> your, your sales are going to go down yeah I know happens. I know <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, and it's interesting because I've noticed that as like being opening up and being vulnerable. I've noticed that when I create things and I'm not into it, like it does make a difference. Yeah, like that, it, like that piece really, will sit there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll sit there and I'll be like, oh, okay, and then I can just recharge it and right. energize it. But it's like, no, like when you actually, and I think this goes for anything. And like, I mean, even your business, it shows. Yeah. Like it's so beautiful, but when your heart's in it it just like radiates yeah and when it's not it just you can't I don't know well it's all about (laughs) the intention right yeah the intention you put into anything Mm -hmm. and uh, you'll reap the benefits of that intention Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. that's karma (laughs) (laughs) I know that much (laughs) well I'm super excited to get my session tomorrow Mm -hmm. and I'm going to be letting everybody know about you here Mm -hmm. obviously through this podcast Mm -hmm. but on our website as well Mm -hmm. so I'll make sure I get all the links up there Mm-hmm. Uh, so that people can, you know, start playing with it a bit mm-hmm. here. Try it out. What nice. have you got to lose, yeah. right? <laughs> totally. Yeah. And you get to meet uh. this beautiful person uh, who's, uh, you're definitely going to feel that right away. Uh, I think anybody, mm-hmm. that's going to be just worth the visit. Okay. <laughs> just getting to to be in your, in your, in, in your energy and that aura and, you know, Aww. just that nice warm feeling again mm-hmm. that uh, I think that we know. Um, like I was telling you even about uh, Allison, you know, mm. being with her, it's that warm mm-hmm. hug and you're kind of uh, in on that warm hug mm. circle. And uh, thanks, Sherry, you too. <laughs> well, thank you. So uh, I think we are going to end here. And if anybody has any questions, um, shoot them out on Instagram over to Sam or uh, to me and I'll uh, direct them probably to her. But uh, <laughs> no, but I'm going to definitely share my experience and mm. uh, see what I can do ongoing as well. Mm -hmm. so until next time thank you sam thanks sherry (laughs) all right keep being a wildflower folks